Hello and welcome to season two of The View Looks Good. You're joining me, Anne de Passos. And me, Kim Fanikirk, as we explore a melting pot of disciplines from the likes of neuroscience, behavioral psychology, somatic work, leadership science, mindfulness, and so much more. And why? Because we want to share ideas that contribute towards the evolution of business design, organizational culture, leadership, and thriving as human beings. Hello, my dear friend. Hello. (laughs) So now that we've done our very quick one hour and 12 minute (laughs) check-in. I did feel like it was quite an indulgent one this morning. It felt like I just, my body wanted to spend time with you today, just connecting. It's really nice. Um, It was. Kim and and I have had the absolute pleasure of being able to spend two days with each other last week revamping evolving diving into different parts of our leadership program and part of our check-in this morning is just how it has left us completely energized in the most wonderful way yeah as we've spoken about in the past sometimes we can have these moments and then you're left with that awful hangover afterwards yeah but this has just continued it continued actually we hadn't said that i checked in but i just realized that this has just continued throughout the last four or five days since i last saw you that's apt it's i can't second that enough um and actually just in the context of us talking this season about us building the business um we got together because all of a sudden we realized we wanted to run another edition of the transformational leadership course which we've done before um, but had not actually been putting onto the timetable for things to happen this year explicitly. But it's like sort of it was floating in the back of our minds, something we could do. But honoring this process of doing it in a ventral way, mm. we were really listening for what wanted to emerge. And I just want to sort of share that because it has come up now as something that's going to run in April. Um, and I think it will make other appearances as well. But it's come up not because we forced it, but because someone has asked for it. Mm. Um, and it feels like the that has led to that coming through. That led to us having that really energizing time putting it on. And we also recorded the podcast with Ema, which I hope you've listened to because it was so much fun. And that was also another major spark of energy for us last mm. week which sitting around the kitchen table making ourselves some coffee led us to thinking about marketing which we do have a little bit of a a block towards that isn't even doing it justice we have a full-on like what's bigger than a block yeah, it's a mountain in front of us. <laughs> it's, it's a whop of a range that has never been climbed. Everyone would say you would kill yourself if you tried to. Like, you know, it's vast. It's vast. So we want to talk about marketing and blocks to marketing today in this episode. And um, what we're discovering at the moment with this, in, in light of all these energetic conversations. Yeah, Exactly. So why don't we stop for a moment and let's just unpick a bit of that. Like, what is that resistance 
for marketing feel like for you? Oh, it's just the thought of it brings up this tension in my chest that leads me to thinking about how I can be smart, how I can grab someone's attention. It goes into a complete doubt of my ability as a coach, facilitator, trainer, and goes into this whole belief that no one's going to look at it. Uh, no one, like I can't, I can't access that. So already like I can feel the tension growing up, even up to the back of my ears. Oh, like up and, that behind the jaw to the base of yeah. it under the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, Oh, I don't want to be like all total judgments of every other person that's marketed before. Don't want to be like <laughs> that where I sell you something. Oh, and then the beliefs. Wow. You ask that question, the beliefs of if it's good enough, people will come. I shouldn't have to tell people about it. Um, It becomes like I have to lie about it. I have to not be so truthful about it. So you can probably just hear it in my voice, the, almost the like, whoa. That's exactly the sound my body wants to make. <laughs> but it's so interesting. I and mean, so, yeah, mine is, just to also share is, um, it's it's actually like mental block. Mm. Like if we talk about what that shutdown feels like a free state of like, just the like, it's like nothing. It's like a no-go zone. It's like, I've got nothing to give there. I, I don't know how to do it. The word itself is so triggering in my body. Um, and it is that sound. It's like, the, it's so terrible. But I'm aware as, as you were sharing, like not all marketing is bad. There is some marketing out there that I love. And funnily enough, talking about funny, like marketing, I don't know what your opinion is, is on it, but were you living in the UK when Cadbury's took out the advert with the gorilla playing in the air tonight by Phil Collins? Yes. Okay. I wasn't living in the UK, but, but, but I, you know I, of I it. Yes. All right. So for some reason, my youngest got initiated into the world of Phil Collins this, this weekend and he was uh, hearing the drums. And I was like, oh my gosh, if you're hearing the drums in the Phil Collins, I've got to show you this marketing piece, you know, and we had so much fun enjoying it. And like, he's just enraptured with it. Some marketing's brilliant. And there's marketing for people that I follow. Like I think about some of the mindfulness teachers like Tara Brack and um, Jack Cornfield. I'm like, thank goodness they've marketed themselves and they've pushed their message out because I would never have found them if they hadn't put messages out there. So I know there's good stuff, but the body does in fear state really blinker and blindly focus in on the stuff that it doesn't enjoy around it uh, and I can see how my body is giving marketing such a bad rap when it is completely unfair that that happens um, yes I'm so glad you said that because that's I think that's the big thing for us is that although there's this massive resistance and I can hear all the judgment for it it's got absolutely nothing to do with marketing Marketing in itself is a perfectly normal 
perfectly normal thing to do. In fact, really important, just as you shared really? about <laughs> these people that have influenced your life, is that if they didn't put something out there, you may have never been able to have mm. been influenced and touched by them. And I mean, when you begin to think about that, just the scale of beautiful messages that have found their way to you. I, I mean, where would we be if messages were not shared and people didn't reach out to communicate? Mm. Like, we would be so much worse off. And yet, when the body has decided that this is a fear state response that is necessary, you can't move. Hmm. So maybe we can unpack a little bit what has caused our fear state because I think there's one of it is uh, I don't think I've got anything good that good enough to offer. I'm mm -hmm. going to be rejected. So mm -hmm. I can feel that part is playing. The other part that I can feel is around the process. I don't know how I mean, I know I don't want to come across in a certain way, but I don't know how to avoid not coming across in that way yeah um then there's another thing of what exactly are we marketing because we've got so many different things and i don't even know where to start or or how to package it um so that's obviously why i'm feeling a bit fearful of it is because perhaps there's an aspect of up until especially last week there were loads of different things happening at any one time. And so it just felt a little bit like we haven't landed on something yet to be able to put it forward. Don't, what what other things cause your fear? I mean, I would absolutely second all of that. It's the, the self-doubt. It's the worry about how things are going to be received and perceived. And is it going to be understood? Is it going to be appreciated? Um, are we going to be open to and vulnerable to attack and... Uh, rejection and you know all of that stuff and it's so it's so public and you don't know who you're connecting with and it feels like you are immensely vulnerable mm. and and that, that of course causes the brain to scramble and you sit in your imposter syndrome and you all of that I mean it's it's almost like certainly I think for me I think for both of us it's the fastest route into reconnecting with our fear states and and that, and what's interesting is we've kind of known I mean I'm looking at my list of things that we've covered and talked about or know we need to look at and like addressing marketing has been sat there for how many months have we, we've been working on this now it's been there from the beginning yeah at least since October last yeah. year I have picked off every other piece of self-development I could possibly pick off <laughs> before this one we have put content out that people can come and access and have no marketing strategy for it <laughs> i we i am going to own this right now this is actually now that i can hear what's about to come out of my mouth it's atrocious i have never posted anything on linkedin about our podcast i've noticed <laughs> you've done all that work I've never done it because it's rooted in all of this nonsense but I'm also not going to it's but it's rooted in something that is a, a, a legitimate genuine experience that my body is having 
Yeah. I'm so I'm also I'm so sorry because you know like I <laughs> no, really I, I just hard. couldn't resist I couldn't resist the timing <laughs> of, of that but it's it is because that is the beginning of the where this conversation is going to go in terms of what's been mm. shifting is that I realized for me the minute we started doing the, the podcast that I absolutely loved it so just sat in my body as if it had always been a part of there was always supposed to be a part of there and now it had just been ignited and so what exactly is Horizon LinkedIn I still get a little bit of a, a wobble about but to share it on LinkedIn was just so like yes I love these conversations I love this listen to it if you want to listen to it and uh, I mean, as you and I have said from the beginning, this was mostly for you and I to give ourselves time to reflect on the work that we're doing and our experiences. But it's also an opportunity to share it with anybody who's wanting to be and is part of a similar journey. So that that's exactly it for me is that I when you said let's record a podcast, I was like, absolutely. Did, I didn't hesitate. There was not a minute not even not it wasn't even a second of hesitation in me yes I want to do it now obviously that involves putting out thoughts and ideas and you know things out into the world that's not very public but there was a little caveat of I don't have to tell anyone I've done it you know which is so ridiculous but I think that is kind of like the defining thing of I feel like our conversations to just the excuse to keep having our, com if this podcast was an excuse to keep having conversation with you, I was going to say yes, because the nature of it is so beautiful. I, I love it. I get so much out of it. That would have been enough. That would have been enough. And also in that moment, when, when we're recording, I'm not looking externally for validation when we're recording this at all. It is for the pure appetite and enjoyment of this moment with you. When I shift my focus into marketing, now all of a sudden, all the focus has left that grounded, very centered, internal focused navigation and has moved outward into the world around me. And basically I can really feel that what the body is doing is scanning into a black dark void where you don't know who's going to see it and receive it and quite frankly that should just terrify the heck out of you and stop you ever doing it like I can really feel the difference like who steps into a dark wood do you know like you like that's what it feels like to the body um but I realize that if I bring if I play with bringing the focus and attention back from the external world and back into the body and back into the feelings of energizing conversation and sharing energizing conversation yeah Mm. this this is this is very different and and it was only you Inma and I having that conversation last week that made that come together with such clarity for me maybe can you 
can you share a little bit more about this for, for our audience of what was it about that conversation? What is it about energizing conversations? What's shifted in you? What are you feeling in your body now as the thought of marketing from this new space? I've asked quite a few questions there. I think what I will start with is where it starts from, like where's the root of it in my head is, Ema saying, I I really enjoy listening. Um, she must be having a right old chuckle. She listens to this one. Um, mm -hmm. I like listening to the energy that we've got because she can feel some of that energy. And I was like, oh, that feels really lovely that it's not just the selfish thing that I get to enjoy the time I have with you and getting all your incredible energy. Oh, wait, that can be something other people can experience just from listening to us. Oh, that feels really nice because this is something, I mean, I just, it feels like the best gift that anyone could ever give me is this kind of quality of energy and time. That would be really wonderful to share that. And then she was very sweet. I'm going to, sorry, Ema, I'm going to dub you in, but message to say that she was still feeling energized after the conversation. And it was the same for us. That energy just continued. So hang on a second. If we can experience energy and that can be shared with others and then that can be lasting and the impact of that energy can be really positive and powerful, why wouldn't you want to just keep giving that? Because it means in order to give it, you're more connected to it. So you're like, you know, you're tapped in to uh, something that's really powerful for you, to wonderful. But then others who really enjoy it can feel it too. And then that feels like a completely new way of thinking about, for my body to think about its definition of marketing. Because mm -hmm. there is no resistance in my body to spending time with you, to spending time with others, sharing in this alive energy of like being up to something really creative and fun and innovative and completely bonkers at the same time and experimental and game-changing you know like that feels yeah share 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 um and then at the end of last week I think I was just saying to you like I've just recorded three little things I want to put on Instagram for the first time and who knows there might be a post about a podcast on LinkedIn <laughs> this week shock horror um <laughs> But this feels like a routine. I don't know. I don't know what the out. I don't know what the output of that feeling is yet. But I'm feeling very, very certain that this is the physical embodied sensation that's going to deliver the right kind of messaging and reach people in the right way. And and as we're talking now, even more so than our previous conversations, what I just feel so much is that, um, and in your voice, your lovely voice that you sent me, yeah, even last week afterwards was everything we do, contributes, complements, adds to, builds on a person's experience 
of their their journey and their on, on especially with regards to the work we're doing their journey to understand their nervous systems and to lead um through this inner wisdom that they've got this inner intuition that they're connected with <clears throat> and i i wonder if that's one of the changes that's happening for me is that the energy I would write a marketing post with in the past would be filled with fear, scarcity, yeah. doubts, um, not really looking to build up anybody else as much as it is to totally protect myself and tick a box that I've marketed, which now that shift goes to, I want to feel that energy in me and then create from there and put it put stuff out that is going to energize mm, yes whoever i mean this not to energize everyone but to energize i keep don't know why but i keep thinking of the nando's adverts don't know if you ever remember watching those i mean those <laughs> nando's adverts were almost never really about nando's food but the the humor that they used just made Nando so appealing that I would choose them over and over again because <laughs> I love the message, the energy, essentially, yeah, that they kept yeah. putting out into the world. Um, So that feels like one of the things. And then the other thing I'm curious about is there seems to be an immediate shift into a threatened state at the thought of putting something on social media like LinkedIn. But I think something that really touched me last week is a post that I think a response you had done to something I'd put up there that I realized you, and I, I haven't actually checked this in or checked in with you on this, but I feel like if the moment came for you to just sit in, sit in the space and be like, I want to write something, what is it that is coming to me to put out there? What you responded was, almost exactly what I was looking for, but didn't know how to say it. You know, it had sort of just, I could feel it was there under the surface somewhere. Hadn't quite gotten my way to do it. And then you put it in, I was like, thank you. You just, yes. Kim just said what I hoped I was trying to say, but perhaps a little bit in my own fear, even though I, I, my that post particular post in a little bit more of a grounded space it wasn't completely without some nervousness happening and that makes me think to the next bit about like we can have the fear leading up to almost the anticipation of putting something out there and if whilst we're sitting in front of that post or prepping we can find our pathway to ventral settle into more of that ventral space the the post will deliver itself to us <laughs> it will it will just show itself so i'm going to pause you there because i need you to unpack that and explain that for people because a whole lot of people just went i have no idea what she's talking about <laughs> And rightly so, because <laughs> before, probably a few months ago, I would have been like, no, 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 every post needs to have been so well thought out. You've got to go over and over and over and think about what the clever thing is to say in this moment and what's going to grab the attention. And 
one in myself and then this little bit of an aha when I read your post and I don't actually know what your process was before you write a post or what it is before you put something out there but I I kind of stopped going into what am I supposed to write and just sat in front of my computer and waited until something arrived <laughs> so I'm packing that I didn't force anything to come onto the screen I would say a word and then feel into my nervous system whether that word felt right for me and then I would say something else and then I'd feel into that and sometimes I think my process is I need to write it out to see it but then if I can do the the connecting to my nervous system I can go actually no that's that's not what I want to say that's coming from a different part of my body a different belief system I do believe that the next step even for me on marketing would be that I don't have to write it out to feel it but that mm. I could just mm. let the words come to me and as I love you do this Kim all the time you're almost like like a thread that you pull through <laughs> a keyhole like just let the words pull through the keyhole and and find their way onto my screen my writing whatever it is that that is what needs to be put out there from a marketing point of view do you know as you've said that for the first time I've realized that that pulling of that thread really what that is happening in that moment is you pulling slow enough that you are regulating yourself into a virtual space as you do it it's actually like it's actually like the slowing down and moving out of the stress and fear states and it's that slowly 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 coming back into that safety that stillness that aliveness and it pulls slowly because it takes you a little bit of time to regulate into that space in order to properly hear and listen and I think that's the crux of it is it's I'm going back to a session I was so fortunate to do uh, with a group of people in Porto a good few years ago now and we were talking about creating really powerful sentences and it was one exercise I mean if you ever get a chance to do this play with this we basically we're trying to write things in a different way and feel happier about what people were writing um, and the irony that I've taught this and not done it for myself is not lost on me um, but that we, what we did was just spend like an hour getting, or maybe it wasn't as long as that, but getting reconnected to everything they loved about their businesses. What do you love? What's the easy bit? What's the happy bit? What's the thrilling bit? What's the exciting bit? Just pulling the thread on the ventral state of returning to safety. And, and then what came out of people's mouths, and there was one woman in particular, she read her piece out and the, the, everyone got goosebumps from mm. what she'd written. And it so said what she did. And it was so emotive and clear and brilliant. And, you know, I need to be on your website immediately because what you do is so incredible. But she'd, she'd done that polling and she'd listened to it coming in. And then I think the other thing that we're sort of tripping on here is that this is not a process of putting messaging out in order to receive something. 
that is also in itself quite triggering for me anyway, into a stress state. If I put this out here because I need you to do something or be a particular way, then I'm completely going to move out of that ventral state because I've got no control over that. I've got no control over that. In fact, we were talking about boundaries last week a lot. And I wonder if there isn't something for us to play with here in terms of boundaries of if we put messaging out, the boundary on it is I put it out because it feels good and it's a and it's a it's a gift that I'm putting out into the world. I do not need you to do anything with it. My energy my certainty my safety is not contingent on you doing anything now that bit feels very counterintuitive to marketing as I've known it because marketing has a purpose of getting you to sign up to something or do something but if we strip that bit away in order to stay in our safety state and marketing was I'm sharing this with you because it feels like the most wonderful thing I could gift that I could birth into the world in this moment um, with no expectation. I feel like that is one of the things that has shifted for me quite a lot recently because I have all my hang-ups of I'm not a very good writer. I've been told in the past that I don't, like I'm a bit dull in my writing. You know, I've got I've got past stories. So um, it's built into the, the sensation of threat and there was a little while ago that I was like I just I really just want to look at people's posts and respond to them and felt this need that and it's a little bit of what we were talking about in the beginning is we've got to put our voices out there as well to receive and I don't know if we actually spoke about it in the podcast or if you and I were talking about that earlier but part of if we if we don't ever put our voices out there then we don't, at the same time, we're not creating a pathway for people to come back to us as well. And not different to what right. you're saying of, I do it because I want you to sign up. That's not what I mean. I mean, I, I do want to put myself out there because I love doing what I'm doing. And in doing that, hopefully the other people that feel a connection to this will find their way to me as well. And we can be connected. And that has left me feeling a sense of excitement to put something out there on social media because it's also an opportunity of what I wanted to share is not only the stuff I'm doing, but to look at what other people are doing and to love it and and to promote it and to encourage it and to because that's part of the work that we're doing as well. Completely. Like everything that all of you are doing. Yeah. is beautiful as you connect to and follow your intuition there's yeah. a beauty and how do we promote that more yeah and i um i think that we have to give ourselves permission to navigate ways into doing things differently like it's not marketing in itself is not wrong processes for marketing are not wrong but if your body is not lined up with what it perceives in those marketing spaces, there needs to be another route in. Mm. And I think what I've 
really enjoyed about this very long uh, process to coming to the conversation and, and the work on marketing is that we've given ourselves permission to look at it when we needed to look at it. I mean, full credit to you for not coming and being like, listen, woman, you are not promoting this podcast. <laughs> like at no point have I ever felt your judgment or I just cannot take my hat off to you enough because most people would just be like, what kind of partner is this, you know? <laughs> And it could have completely run themselves to ruin with self-doubt about or doubt about the partnership or, you know, and you haven't for a heartbeat, but it's afforded us the time for this to come up when it was right for it to come up. And in some respect, if we were to talk about this, like healing the wound of the marketing wound, or maybe that's the title of the podcast, healing the marketing wound. Um, uh, it's, you've allowed that healing to, to come when it was ready. And I feel like it's moved very quickly. I'm not, I'm not claiming it's perfectly healed, by the way, I reserve the right for it to still need work, but there's something that you've allowed to work really organically and I think it's just going to be so much more beautiful for it. I so appreciate your gratitude and have to frown at you at the same time as you do it. Because every part of me is like, obviously, <laughs> if I pushed or forced anything, that would have felt so counter the, the practice we have. Because the timing of all of these things is so important and that timing is when the puzzle piece fits into place not when you tell the puzzle piece where to be <laughs> so yes. I maybe it's an un a subconscious but I certainly know that once your fire is lit it is ignited and it's in all its glory and I know that when it comes it comes and so it just is a very easy obvious um Thing to trust in you on this thank you I really appreciate that and I kind of actually feel like I want to just give a small nod to some of the people I've seen trying to support the likes of you and I into the marketing world so um Kylie Slavic and Richard Taubinger have been looking at this and they're running a program on conscious marketing um which I still not even been able to explore further what they do because I've had so many issues you know, hanging up on it, but there are people exploring this. And I kind of want to say that just to give everyone permission on if there's anything that's holding you back, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just something in you that's saying it needs to be different for you. Mm. If you're reaching out and starting to communicate what you do, your nervous system is giving you such great guidance on the way forward. If we hadn't been feeling all of this resistance I think we would have marketed in a way that was completely not aligned with what we were wanting to build so these blocks have given us permission to build it in a way that's going to feel different 
We don't know exactly. We'll let you know what it ends up looking like. But to start by feeling different is absolutely okay. Yeah. And and that makes me also think about this, the, the importance of our community. There's a lot that you and I are working on together on, on our programs and our vision. Um, and we've connected with various people in, en route and this community is growing. And also a big shout out to Louisa for her her role that she has played in our development because it's almost at just the perfect times that she goes push play yeah <laughs> push play now i think that's Go it forward. the the and people around you right the people around you that are sort of like and where is the next thing and what are you doing and those nudges mm. of okay time to address it now time to look mm. at it now yeah mm. 100% so one big thing also that I've learned is about like if you want to do a good post, do it when you're in that grounded space when you can connect to ventral. So don't do it at eleven o'clock at night when you're just about to fall asleep, tired, exhausted. <laughs> because it's amazing how every single time I look at posts, I have an amazing critical eye. Just coincidence maybe or a pattern. That when we're trying to market and share and read in our moments of tiredness, we just cannot, or we're unlikely, maybe I'll take the cannots because who knows what we're capable of, mm -hmm. but we're unlikely to be able to really connect to that, that intuition, that our nervous systems, and instead act from a place of fear in that space. I think that is such a lovely way of reflecting on anything you're posting and putting out will carry the energy of how you're feeling. I mean, it's, it, it's, we know what that means. You're feeling angry. The energy of angry surrounds you. It influences all your conversations, how you, you know, everything you write. Um, it's so powerful. And in fact, if there's a boundary for our marketing, I, I think that what we're really sort of starting to say is the boundary is that the marketing is that we put out there is, carrying the energy of being in that ventral state and it's absolutely okay that you do not stay in that state the whole time you're probably going to post something from a place that is a little on the preachy angry or you know I'm definitely going to do it at some point and that's completely fine and we can come back to finding that appetite for just sharing the energy of these conversations um and I think we're getting more and more familiar with it. And the more familiar we get with it, the quicker it is to go there. Um, so that when I, the post you talked about when I replied, I there was no space between me opening up and writing and thinking. There was It was just, it just came out instantaneously. That was exactly what I wanted to say and did it. I saw your message, I responded, but I was in such a ventral energized state in that moment that, I can trust. Yeah, there it is. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and I love, I mean, this is how connected I feel Kim and I are. I haven't told her what post I'm talking about and what response she's given, but she knows. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and I know she knows which one I'm talking about. <laughs> um. So on that note, we are going to play with and and 
explore and get curious about creating these conversations that are energizing our marketing that is energizing our messages that are energizing and see where it takes us indeed i hope you enjoy the journey through your nervous systems into any messages you want to share today speak soon bye